Hi, everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where when we stop protecting the right to free speech for everyone everywhere, when we choose to be silent because we think our silence will make us safe, well then, folks, we may as well pack our bags and go. My condolences to the people of Paris, to the people of France, and to the families of those who were murdered yesterday. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I'm Miriam L. Wallach, blogger, writer, general manager here at the Nachum Siegel Network. You can find me here right after Allison and right before Nachum's live lunch, coming to you from the home of the Nachum Siegel Network on the beautifully frigid Lower East Side. I am joined by Avrami behind the board. Boker Tov, Avram. Boker Tov. I'm sorry I won't let you put on the heat in here. That's all right. I've got several layers on. Yes, and I am literally sitting on my hands, and I'm a I'm a healthy dog because my nose is so cold right now that um, it's actually bizarre. I'm very, it's, it's cold. It's several degrees warmer than it was when I got here this morning. I'm thinking at least uh, 12 or 13 degrees warmer. From zero, that's a big step up in the right direction. How cold was it in the studio when you got in here? I think it was 50, 51, 50 something. Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's great. Well, ZK is like, of course you're keeping it off because it's not good for the equipment. And well, all right. Everybody just relax. Everybody relax. If you're a new listener to the show, oh, Boker Tov to Danny. Sorry about that. Boker Tov to Danny. If you are a new listener to the show, thank you for taking a break from your day to tune in. If you are a returning listener, thanks as always for making us part of your day. Follow us on Twitter, Nachum Siegel Net, all one word, Miriam L. Wallach, all one word. Yes, I have been tweeting a tremendous amount, at least this morning, um, about the events in Paris. I'm I could spend an entire show on it, but frankly, I don't want to get bogged down, even though there's plenty to talk about, and it is absolutely horrific. But I do want to give a personal shout-out to everyone who supported Team Wallach as we run with Team Yachad in just a few weeks in the Miami half. My daughter and I reached and surpassed our fundraising goals. We did it with the support of friends, our family, and our loyal NSN listeners. Thank you. Avrami is clapping. It's a silent clap, but that's okay. My personal hakaras atov to every one of you. Now all I have to do is run 13 Point one miles. Yep, you know what that is. The fortune cookies are not frozen. Though, of Rummy, the clementine that I left in my car overnight, yep, it's frozen. It's frozen. I didn't know you could do that. but And I'm sure we didn't mean to do that on purpose, but we did. All right, here we go. I haven't done a fortune cookie in a while. Feeling the need for a fortune cookie. The weekend ahead predicts enjoyment. How did Confucius know I was going to open this on a Thursday? That's amazing. Confucius, the all-knowing Confucius. Fortune cookie. We love our fortune cookies. It's Argyle Day, by the way. It's Argyle Day. It is bubble bath day. Not feeling it at all. I'm not a bubble bath person. You know why? Because I find find that very aggravating to have to stay in one place for too long. Um, <laughs> it's like yoga. Why don't you just do it faster? Why do you got to do it so slowly? It makes no sense to me whatsoever. Uh, but this, you know, this is probably another another session for Charlie. If you missed if you missed the boardroom, by the way, this morning, Charlie was particularly funny, actually praising my um, compulsive tendencies to get up at the four o'clock hour and make sure to accomplish as much as possible. Though I would imagine that most people would prefer I sleep a couple more hours. Charlie's like, thumbs up, good for you. Okay. Yesterday morning, I got up at 3.45. And that wasn't on purpose, by the way. My body was just like, all right, we're done. 3.45. That was early. By the end of the day, I was really wiped. Um, anyways, Earth's Rotation Day as well. Not sure what we do the other days of the year, but okay. It's National English Toffee Day. Not something I at all intend in partaking in. It is Women's Day. Thumbs up for that. It's Show and Tell Day at work. Avram. <laughs> I have something for that. <laughs> I knew that I could sporadically just like, you know, put this on you and say, all right, let's do some show and tell. 
All right, I'll be right back. <laughs> okay, Avrami literally. <laughs> Avrami is le- I'm le- I'm gonna continue talking. Avrami is leaving the board unattended because we are. <laughs> ZK is like, he's what? He's walking away from the board? Who walks away from the board in the middle of a show to get something? All right, but we are we are inadvertently going to have show and tell day at work here at the Nahum Siegel Network. I just want to let you know that Shirley Rosner will be here any minute from the OU job board. They are having a fair on, on oh my, they're having a fair on February 5th that Shirley will be discussing with us. But wait a minute. Okay, Avram, I'm going <laughs> to, oh man, alive. Okay, it looks like a regular hat. Okay, because because by the way, this is the time of year where you can't care about what you look like. It's all about staying warm. And Avrami is, oh, oh my gosh, Avrami has, uh, Avrami has a, a beard. What in the world is? Oh, is that a Purim? Is that a Purim costume? Danny, you got to get a picture of this. Why are you just standing there? Get a picture of this and tweet it out. This is what's happening in real time. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay. Can I hear you? Yes, I just can't look at this, you with a straight face. But this yeah. is, can you hear me in the headphones? I again? can hear you. Fine. This is called the Beardo. Did okay? you? Did is that I think a it prank? was designed by snowboarders and stuff and other people. Like when the wind is going at your face, this protects your face in a cute, funny kind of way. Are you pledging a fraternity? The Beardo. This was a gift from a friend of mine. <laughs> is that a real gift? Is that like a? Or is that a gag gift? I wore this this morning. You it did was not. Awesome. All right. Well, first of all, you commute when there is no one around except. The I picked people. up my son from school in this day. You day. did not. It's so warm. You know what the problem? You know what? I'll, no, 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 no. Don't take it off. I dare you to wear it the rest of the show. <laughs> you know what? You know what it is. You don't have teenagers. That's what it is. I can't. What does the back of your hat say? Oh, that. Well, that's a separate issue. No, it's not. You just put it on. You said it looks like well, a regular hat. No, I'm saying it comes with a regular hat. This particular hat was a gift from a friend of mine who lives in San Francisco. The same friend? Right. Who so got you the beard? It came together. It came together. Uh huh. This is from the, uh, a saying of one of the guys in the San Francisco Giants. The okay, thing the, so, the thing on the back. We're going to leave the, that off the air? Yeah. So it seems. Okay. The next time you want to prep me. Next the time you want to give me a heads up on that there, babe. <laughs> but I don't understand the Beardo. So it, just for those people who are not not sitting with us here in the studio and haven't seen Danny's tweet yet, it is a, it, it is a knitted beard. Instead of wearing a scarf on your face, you know? So this way it's, it's not grabbing you all around, right? It's just on the face and it keeps... The wind off. Like when you're walking and the wind is blowing, it keeps your face warm. It's like a really bad perm costume. <laughs> That's what it is. You're like a bad Ahasuerus right now. I'm telling you people, well, I don't know if they still use it. But How many know. women are wearing those? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, wa- <laughs> I want you to know, I have no shame. Let's be honest. We know I have no shame, but it's going to take a lot of money and a big bet in order for me to be wearing that down Grand Street. Well, you are right. I was walking at about five in the morning. Right, exactly. <laughs> Years ago, we went with my. In- no, you're gonna wear it. The- you're stroking it like it's a real beard. You're not all of a sudden wise because you have that on. What are you doing? And the glasses that really adds to it. That really adds to it. Well, I always wear the glasses. Yes, I know, but the whole thing, the whole. I mean, see you where's to- Toby? <laughs> Toby lets you walk around like this. <laughs> Oh, my word. Years ago, we went with my in-laws to Disney. And, of course, I was walking around with my personalized Mickey ears all the time throughout all the parks. And my father-in-law looks at me and he goes, I dare you to wear that on Central Avenue. I'm like, you dare me? And Steve goes, do you know her? Just give her a day. She'll do it. She doesn't care. But that beard, that's where I draw the line. All right. Well, in the spirit of uh, show and tell. <laughs> yeah. Danny, what do you have for show and tell? Dan- <laughs> What does Danny have for show and tell? What do I have for show and tell? I have two pairs of gloves on me, and they're both matching, which is a big step in the right direction. 
Yes, the sequin gloves are here. I lost one of them, and I was wearing two different gloves for a while. But, um, yeah, so far, so good on the gloves. So far, so good on the gloves. All right, Danny, you got to do this faster. We're running out of time. What do you mean? What do you mean? I thought you, your Dafka just looking for something. Where are you going? Danny's running away from home with his suitcase. <laughs> Danny has absolutely nothing. All right. By the way, it's also War on Poverty Day, which is which is beautiful, but not nearly as exciting as you know Avrami's beard. Oh, oh, what is that? Strawberry swirl cheesecake. That's show and tell. Don't be telling me that. What number die does it have in there, by the way? Look, look in the. I, I want you to look right now. You're listening to that's live here at the Nakam Siegel Network as on <laughs> as we celebrate show and tell day. What? Red 40 and blue one. Those are ingredients in your cheesecake. That's disturbing. Anyway, you're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Truly Rosner, who is freezing, who is frustrated by the subway system here in New York, joins me. And uh, I appreciate the effort to get in here this morning. Good morning. Oh, well, <laughs> let me see if I can catch my breath. Yeah, first. it's all right. You missed show and tell day here at the Nachum Siegel Network. I have to... Um, I have to say, we had to go on with that without you. Oh my God, is it pre-recorded? <laughs> no, we are on live. T- <clears throat> we are on live radio, so that is unfortunate. But don't worry. Hopefully, we'll have a minute or two at the end in order to get that in. Anyway, I want to make. I want to take a couple of moments, whatever time we have left, because February fifth is the job fair, the OU job fair. It's a very um, exciting opportunity for people who are looking or are hoping for their first employments, potentially their second employments. So let's go through and in before I before I just uh, let you start and you're catching your breath, so I'm okay with that. Do you want some water? No, no. You're okay. A hot bath would be good. Oh, it, hey, it's bubble bath day. Okay. All right, but you missed that also. <laughs> um, there are also additional upcoming events on uh, for throughout the month of January, January twentieth, January thirtieth, all different events that are um, opportunities provided by the OU Job Board for people to get themselves basically in gear for February 5th. So let's start with talk about those. Well, the events that are coming up, first of all, are are career events, uh, such such as um, WordPress or uh, uh, project management, uh, Excel, um, Word, stuff like that where uh, the average person who is now looking for a job in his 40s, let's say, uh, may not be aware of these programs so well, and uh, coming to uh, to an interview and somebody says, "Well, do you know how to do an Excel spreadsheet?" He's going to say, "Oh, what?" <laughs> so uh, we give these uh, refresher courses. They're very, very inexpensive. They're about uh, t- we have actually pre-recorded course special for the job fair at fifteen dollars. Wow! And uh, you can take for fifteen dollars, you can take Word, Excel, Access. QuickBooks, a whole bunch of different type of online um, uh, software updates, and you could view it for the next 60 days. We're also offering everybody free resume writing, so you can send your resume into the OU prior to the job fair, and we will tune it up for you. It has to be a complete resume. We what, is, what does a complete <clears throat> resume mean? Or I should ask you probably, what does an incomplete resume mean? Oh. A, a complete resume is somebody who just has a, who has a resume uh, that may not have been tuned up for the past three years or two years or even one year, uh, but he has all his basics written down. We have over sixty resume writers who who are professional who will go through his resumes, given the information that uh, I'm I'm being supplied by the resume 
originator. So once I get the resume in, if I'm missing things or if there's a gap, for instance, of four years between one job and another, I'll ask him to or her to uh, give me an email okay. and tell me what is missing in that email. Why is there a gap? And then we give it to a resume writer who will rewrite, reconstruct the resume, uh, possibly through a phone call, possibly through an email, speaking to the, uh, to the individual. And for those people who have a complete resume, meaning they did the resume only six months ago, perhaps, um, it's very important to redo resumes every six months. I do it myself. Uh, I'm not looking. <laughs> That's a public service I, announcement. And yeah. if I was looking, please call my number. <laughs> I'll give it to you after. after. Uh, but we, we, do those, uh, we do those resume reviews to get everybody uh, ready for the show, for the event. We do it throughout the year, obviously, but we do this specifically to get ready for the event. Well, it's what, what's very interesting to me is that people think that they can look at their own resumes and redo it themselves. And it's a huge mistake, right? Right. A huge mistake. I, could do, I do resume writing for people, uh, and I have uh, eight years' experience doing it, and I would never, ever redo my resume by myself, ever. I may, I may look at somebody's cover letter, and get ideas of how to write a cover letter because that's int- that's an interesting uh, method. But on the resume itself, you can't you can't have anybody uh, but somebody else do it. Explain why. I have my own feeling as to why. But for people who are listening and saying, ah, "I do it myself all the time," or "I've done it before," and whatever, explain to them why. Well, primarily uh, f- from getting an outside angle, somebody the resume writers that I use are all. Uh, people who are, were in business, are in business, teachers, uh, resume experts, and they'll tell you that what you think is important to put on your resume is really the least important of everything else. If you're going for a specific job, if you're going for a radio announcer job, and you're putting on that you know how to do um, QuickBooks, and that's your big thing, that's not, that's not a proper resume. So you have to really, the truth of the matter is, a resume has to be constructed based on the job you're applying for. Right. I think that's also a big misconception, that one size fits all. No such thing. There you go. No such thing as one size fits all. But if you want to make as close as you can to one size fits all, the only person who can do that is a person who really is looking from the outside in, Mm. takes your resume critique as an employer would take it, and and, uh, constructs the resume around what an employer thinks about your resume. And I used to be have my own business for many, many years, and I've gone through, I don't know, maybe thousands of resumes even before I started with the OU. And uh, really, it's even today, if I get one in 10 resumes that are written well, I, it's a lot. Wow. And I get sometimes- Shoot, I don't want you looking at mine, okay? <laughs> I get cover letters that say, please look at my resume, I want the job. That's not a cover letter. Oh. Uh, and Are I, they written by 15-year-olds? Well, unfortunately, uh, no, no. Okay, we want we don't want to go there. Oh gosh, we don't want to go there. That uh, is that the um, is that the first problem you find when 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 people approach you is that when they're looking for counseling is that the first that your initial res- your initial impression of them as a client. I'm not talking as a potential right. employer, but you're looking at them as a client, and you're not yet paying attention to what they wear, how they're presenting themselves, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> which, by the way, is a- That's another story. Exactly, which I hope we'll have time for, but at this point, I'm not sure. Well, let's talk about just what you look at and when you're assessing a client. 
Well, first of all, when I assess a client, I want to speak to the client for for two or three minutes. I don't need more than that to 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 judge or understand the client. Okay. So when I get somebody, and this is not a general statement, this is a specific statement or a specific incident that I'm referring to, only in my mind. Hmm. Um, uh, I get somebody, for instance, who's just coming out of uh, yeshiva. He was been in Lakewood for five years. Okay. Or been any place for five years. I don't want to say Lakewood. We wouldn't uh, want to offend anybody. We want to offend Lakewood. There we go. I love Lakewood. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, and if he if he would come out, he's just coming out of yeshiva, or coming out of learning, and he comes to us for some sort of counseling. And I, the first question I ask him is, "What do you want to do for a living? What do you, what do right. you want to do?" And his answer to me normally is, I would say, eighty five percent of the time, I want to be a manager. Shkaya. So I look at him and I say, <laughs> "Okay, what exactly does a manager do?" So his answer to me is, he manages. What are you talking about? That's what a manager does. I said, but what does that mean? Does he manage the sanitation in the office? Does he manage the computer? What, what does he do? Well, you know, I, I can learn. I, I'm a fast learner and I can do that. And then the, the entire conversation uh, really degenerates from down. I imagine. It just goes downhill. Can you do, do you have any office skills? Do you have any Excel skills? Do you have any Word? Can you, can you do Word? And he, he or she, it's a little like a Jackie Mason routine. He wants to be a controller is. in the trucking industry. Right. Yeah, right. I should have. I would. You know, exactly. I could have bought the real estate. Oh, thing. isn't that everyone's favorite thing? <laughs> I, every Jew knows a piece of real estate they could have bought for five bucks. Right. There's um, so that there's that initial frustration. But I do right. want to talk about how a f- person physically approaches and uh, and and presents themselves at a job interview and how people should come presenting themselves at the OU job fair on February 5th. Is this something where there are going to be potential employers there in real time who you are going to, not you per se, because we know you're not looking, um, who are you going to be able to approach with your resume and say, listen, I am available for hire and therefore you're not coming in a pair of sweats. Right. Uh, So uh, exactly. We we actually give an instruction um, email as well as uh, posted on the website prior to the job fair, how they should dress, mm, good. Uh, what they, uh, how many copies of resumes they should they should bring. Uh, we go through literally A to Z. Uh, the truth of the matter is, historically speaking, the job fair usually has anywhere between thirty-eight and fifty-eight employers okay. who are ready to hire. Are they or are they Jewish companies? They're not necessarily. It uh, runs the gamut. It runs the gamut. Okay. Uh, I have APEC uh, coming to us, but I also have SUNY. Got so it. Uh, you know, we have CVS on the one hand, and we have uh, you know, Got so, it. The, and we have Joe Schmo's uh, hardware store. But but the, everyone's looking to hire. Everybody's looking to hire. Uh, we've also set up this this particular job fair. For instance, a special uh, table for we've we've partnered with Workforce One. Workforce One is basically a city agency okay. that uh, that um, has jobs in the construction and in the transportation industry. Now, before we all panic, construction <laughs> does not mean the guy doing the doing the jackhammer. Yeah, blah 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 blah, blah right, right. The jackhammer. But uh, it it could be it could be a lot of other things. And these jobs are there's at least two hundred and two hundred and fifty jobs weekly that are opened. They're not, some of them are, are blue collar, some of them are white collar, so they'll start at between 15 and $20 an hour, but they'll go up to a six-figure sal- six 
salary. And they come with benefits. Right. And they come with ben- oh my they come with benefits and they usually Do you have 11.99? And they usually <laughs> locked in with the unions uh, right. if not. So when people come and Don't I, job, don't judge a job by its cover. Don't job Yeah, that's number 1. <laughs> but secondly, the job the employer judge judges you initially by your cover. Right. So, Absolutely. Uh, you know, a business um um uh, the best thing in business is what sells a product. You sell a product by packaging. Mm-hmm. People don't even look at the product. They look That's at the it. packaging. So if you're going to come disheveled, uh, uh, if you're going to wear a suit that's ill-fitting, uh, uh, a shirt that you haven't changed in the past four years, um, a tie that I can tell what you've eaten in the past <laughs> week, this is, this, this is certainly not going to get you a job. You it's know, this certainly. is my pet peeve. You know this is my pet peeve. We, we discussed this, I believe, last time. I could discuss this for hours. I've discussed this you know, publicly and spoken about it. It makes me nuts. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we work with a couple of uh, Shalom Bias uh, uh, institutions uh, in, the, in the local New York area. And what we do is we, you know, um, of course, Parnas is a very, very big sure. Shalom Bias issue. Uh, and what we do is um, we bring these people in on the Parnassus side. We help them on the Parnassus side. And we tell them, when you're coming into us, um, I want you to dress as if you're going to an interview. I, I can't tell you, even after this heads up, how at least 20, 30 percent just, just come in. I wouldn't wear that on a Sunday. See, I think that people, <clears throat> and we only have a couple minutes left, but I think people's Biggest misconceptions, they think, they think this has something to do with vanity. It has nothing, nothing to do with vanity. It's about removing yourself from the situation, looking at yourself as a product and saying, right. I want to be picked off the shelf. When you're buying cereal, why are you buying that cereal? What makes you look better than everything else on that shelf? You want to be picked. Right. It's not about vanity. You are, you are marketing a product, and in this case, the product is you. Correct. And there's one exception to this rule. Okay. People who are in IT for some reason or another... <laughs> They have to get dressed with torn jeans. If you don't come with torn jeans, we do not let you into the job. Because then you're not a gamer. Yeah, a gamer, I mean, you That's know, it. That's it. I you're mean, not but, a gamer. You need a hoodie. Like, and, you don't and like Danny. And if you're going to wear a suit and you're a gamer, right. you'll never get a job. That's right. You'll never right. get a job. But you can wear a tie on a t-shirt. A tie on a t-shirt. Really? Like a tie, right, but, but wearing he, wearing okay, a regular, wearing you know, short sleeve t shirt. That's interesting. interesting. And a tie that makes you cool. And it has to be a thin tie, not the thick tie. No, 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 no. Skinny ties. Skinny yeah, ties. Skinny tie, and uh, it has to be color socks like I'm wearing. I'm wearing my, nice green socks. My green color socks. What, no picture of Srilly socks. That's no. his. That's his. This um, is my motto. It matches my shirt, and I'm not going to tell you what I'm wearing underneath my pants. This is but. very. Um, Srilly didn't realize that he was participating in uh, show and tell day at work here at the Nachum's Eagle Network. I am but, so happy. <laughs> but inadvertently, with his green socks, he is. How do people sign up for the OU job fair? W- www.oujobs.org. That is easy enough. And and it's located where? The fair is February it's located, 5th where? It's located at the Jewish Heritage Museum or the Holocaust Museum, as more, most in people Battery know it. In Battery Park. In Battery Park. I think it's 361, but I can't swear to that address. And the and it's $200. It's $200 for the employer. Okay. Uh, it's $10 for a job seeker, which will be waived if the job seeker, of course, is unemployed. Or if the job wow. seeker has a problem with the ten dollars, uh, you know, we're well, of course, not not. Uh, not Don't charged. be put off by the ten. Don't be bucks. put off. The ten dollars really is to get people to have skin in the game, right. and just for two seconds, literally, 
literally two seconds, when I was unemployed and somebody wanted to give me a handout, I know handouts today is a big hmm. thing, but when I was unemployed, somebody wanted to give me a handout, I said no. If I had to pay $5 to do something, it what? was an accomplishment. Right. And this basically is our is, is our concept no. on the $10. I hear you completely. I hear you completely. Surely Rosner from the OU Job Board. I appreciate the effort. Gosh, <sighs> I know the effort that it took to get here. Some mornings it's easier than others. I appreciate it. And it's an open, open invite. So I hope you'll come back. Thank you. My pleasure. You've been listening to That's Life here on the Nachum Siegel Network. The live lunch will start literally in just a few minutes. Today, the stunt show is hosted by... Leo Orzamek, that's at 1 o'clock. She interviews nutritionist Atara Weisberger and life coach Claire Kirschenbaum. Sounds like people could use a life coach, according to Strolly Rosner. They'll be talking about New Year's resolutions. Michael Fragan and Spin Class are back. That's at 6 p.m. today. Michael has a list of unbelievable guests, and it was great to see Michael yesterday in Albany. That's at 6 p.m. today. That's Spin Class. Tomorrow morning, Nachum hosts JM and AM from 6 to 9 live here at NachumSiegel.com and JMAM.org, and, of course, on 91.1. Tomorrow, Naomi has a full lineup. Joel Haber is a tour guide from Israel. He gives incredible tours of the Shuk, of Rummy. I'm going to pull up. You ready for the music? Let's go. We're going to pull this up in the background. Can we hear it yet? There we go. That's Benny Friedman's Amar. I'll tell you why I'm playing that one in a second. Anyway, you don't want to miss Naomi. Saturday Night Seagull with Avrami starts at 10 p.m. Sunday morning. JM Sunday with Matas from 7 to 9 in the morning. And why are we listening to Benny Amar? Benny Friedman's Amar. Why? Because he rocked the house at my friend's bar mitzvah last week. He played with the Gary Wallen Orchestra, and they did a great job. Thanks, everybody. This is a crazy day. That's life. Bye, guys. Sholem, sholem, boy, long. Tell me, they're coming, but they're being sholem, 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 sholem,